So, welcome back to another fun episode of Murder Hobos in the Building. Now, I would like to reveal something that maybe the fine listeners have figured out and picked up on by now. Originally, I'm sure everybody heard that title and said, Hey, Murder Hobos. That's what PCs usually are. The player characters are the Murder Hobos. But in this instance, that's not the case. The Murder Hobos aren't actually the PCs. It's everybody that they're fighting. It's a building full of them, which is kind of where the idea came from. Obviously, it came from the hit TV show. Steve Martin and Martin Short, which if you guys haven't watched Only Murders in the Building, it is a fantastic show. Two seasons out now. Also props to Selena Gomez, who uh, surprisingly holds her own against two uh, acting and comedic legends. So uh, definitely go check that out. That's what inspired this. But I like the idea that uh, instead of the PCs being the murder hobos, it's all their opponents. So how'd you guys like the Mandel and children? Yeah, it's been great so far, Richard. Speaking (laughs) of those murder hobos. I mean, Dr. Jack is also a hobo, and he does murder people, mm-hmm. but he's not a murder hobo. There's a difference. But isn't that the truth that we're discovering, that everybody's a murder hobo? Yeah. Deep down inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, sometimes fuck outside. you, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's starting to begin, the <laughs> hatred. You know what, Rich? It was great when we were on Lancer together. You were on my side. Now, fuck you, Rich. <laughs> what is it with the Southern family and people hating us whenever we DM, but whenever we're playing characters, they're like, you know what? We're friends now. <laughs> I think it's probably the ridiculously high rolls consistently if I had to throw out a guess, but, you know. I don't know what you're talking about. I never roll a four on a D4. <laughs> we had six episodes of friendship together. Now, fuck you. And now it's over. <laughs> it's just like Monopoly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I'm just going to sum up by saying Terrified 2, <laughs> Doom 2, Second 1, and Blinded currently. As Is that I, all? And I haven't even managed to stumble out of the room with the horror children yet. What, uh, just out of curiosity, is that they run out of what condition your condition is in? It's, it's exactly right. Thank you, Kenny. Uh, that's <laughs> terrific. Yes, that's that's how I'm feeling. We're now going into the second room. No, third, I guess. Technically. We're leaving the second room. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I still had that pants crappingly terrified from the first, I guess. that Stuck with me the whole time. One time, folks, if you haven't listened to the previous episode... In, in one single round, I managed to roll a, a, a number that uh, took away one of my terrified and then immediately failed another save, which brought it right back. It's going great. It's going great. Speaking of terrified, I want to try to calm my ass down. So before you guys move into the next room, uh, we're going to roll back just a little bit since we were running a little long on that last episode. And uh, we'll go ahead and see if there's anything you wanted to do right just before. You may have had a few minutes. Um, I'm sure you're anxious to leave that room, but uh, anybody needed any healing or any such things? As, as we were watching in shock and horror as the children play war mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, dismantle everything in the room and, um, in terrific ways. Because I do want to clarify for calming um, because I already calm myself. Can I still, like, calm other people? Yeah, I want to calm. Okay. 
check on you well look at you guys going into the next room real good shape you no longer have the doomed condition uh just make sure you you kept track and expended those charges doing pretty well two rooms down none the worse for wear just a little bit of uh you know psychological trauma and you guys go over and open up the door that says entice yeah what do we see on the other side come back into a familiar candy store filled with all of those sweet treats everything that you just kind of want to snack on, throw in your mouth, uh, relax, chill out. Almost a fun-filled environment, but something seems a little different this time. The patron of the store, one Jules, who before was, you know, jolly and happy and, and seemed, you know, not completely psychotic, even though maybe moderately so. She was always a little on the rotund side of things, but now she seems to have gotten much, much larger, as the figure that stands in the middle of the room is no longer human-sized, but large-sized as it were. Even the fake smile she had has disappeared, and she is clearly very upset and angry. And she has a big wooden spoon in her hand. And you see her over there, and there's a couple of children in front of her. And she is berating these children and smacking them with the spoon. And two of them are currently huddled up on the ground in the fetal position in front of her, apologizing for whatever it is they've done wrong and begging her to stop. I glance at the party as if, is there any reason I shouldn't immediately go over and cause a ruckus? Because I'm not inclined to watch people beating children without there being some sort of... Can you describe the ruckus? (laughs) I heard a ruckus. As you glance over at Dr. Constance, you see a very strange, very obviously fake smile spread across his face, and he's just... (laughs) with that smile that doesn't even get close to reaching his eyes. Right. No one's telling me to stop because Sadiqil's got something to say. Nope. <laughs> I see you raising a I, hand. I, the two of you raising a hand. <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes. Go on. Uh, instead of uh, Dr. Jack saying anything, um, in quotation marks, Dr. Jack is going to kind of ghostly hover over to Zadikiel uh, and say in one ear, um... We would prefer if you don't cause a scene because that could uh, make her get really, really angry. Do something about it quick. Uh, we're working on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the operative word is quick because I, I can't watch much more of this. Uh, then turn around or maybe go back to being blinded. That's not how that works. <laughs> Poke yourself in the eye. <laughs> That's got a rubber ball. I would put my hands over your eyes, but you, you can kind of see through them. Yeah, I can see through them. So, go ahead. Go ahead, Dr. Jack. This is the Dr. Jack show now. Why, hello there, uh, madam, he says with a smile. Why, what what happened here? It seemed these children are... They misbehaving on you again. With that, she stops as she realizes that people have entered the room, and she turns around, and she still has this wooden spoon, which is now very large, because <laughs> it too has grown. She's like, no. No, I won't allow it. No, it can't happen. Mm. I have to make you disappear like the others. And with that, she starts to stalk forward. And we'll roll initiative. All right, Zadikio, get him. Back up plan. I'm waiting on you, Dr. Jack. Go ahead. (laughs) Move on forward. All right. Well, (laughs) all right. (laughs) 
Oh, suppose it's a good time to get it out of the way. No, I can't cast it. Sorry. We didn't have a chance to refocus in the other room. Do you have a focus point? No. Well, yes, A. And B, if I do it, I'll go immediately to severe. Because okay. I'm on the second stage. Yeah, fair enough. So no call to... You guys don't get the temporary hit points or the uh, initiative bonus this round. Mm-hmm. It's a 13. <laughs> 20. 19. 36. <laughs> and she gets an 18. Now, to be fair, I rolled a one, so <laughs> I would rather roll a one on the initiative mm-hmm. than anywhere else. And who goes first? Yeah, Dr. Jack is going to walk towards her. Both Dr. Jacks. The D6 are more children. Mm-hmm. Okay. The children are six-sided. Not bad. Not bad. You know what? What the hell? That was such a bad, bad pun. Well, I'm going to give you an extra, extra soul crystal here. Thank you. I'm amassing a stockpile. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Jack's up to seven soul crystals now. I have all the infinity stones. <laughs> <laughs> Reality can be whatever I want. Out of curiosity, do you all think that they're, <clears throat> in terms of um, the trick in this room, it's going to be something along the line to protect the children? Keep her from doing things that harm them? Well, if you look around the room, you do see there are other children in the room who are currently hiding or doing their best to hide behind things. You know, as if they were like the other kids who didn't want the beating as well, so... Mm. Well, she was a spirit as much as they were. Or no, the, they were the children were just manifestations yeah. of... Well, that's what I'm saying. We yeah. need to appease her rather than the children, yeah. I believe. So, cheer up to children? I believe so. We need to make them happy. I'm going to try and distract her. <laughs> I got her to stop beating the children, so now she's going to beat me. Now please go make the children happy. What, what should I do? You want me to beat her? Uh, if, whatever you think works best, dear comrade. I mean, now, that, that's my preference. Um, Madam Jules, I do believe that I would like to purchase some candy. Is that all right with you? What are your rates at this point? Store is closed. Uh, I didn't see that on the sign. Oh, well, that's strange. Uh, how about your other items that are for sale. There's nothing in here for sale. You can't have anything. Get out. They're mine. Well, I guess there's always diplomacy by other means. <laughs> so um, I'm assuming I was an action to talk, one to move. Uh, nah. I won't make you take the action for talk. So one to move. Okay, just one to move. Uh, Dr. Jack, not in quotation marks, is going to be the only one moving up here. We're going to... Uh, well, suppose I shall, with my one action left, I shall just cast shield on myself. All right, and who's next? It should go to Zadikul. All right. Um, okay. Uh, Zadikul is going to uh, just move forward and attack. Take a double move to get up on this rather large creature. If this creature has any sort of reach with that nasty spoon, it will uh, it'll certainly provoke it as he goes in. Uh, you do feel like she has reach, but maybe not the reaction. Okay. Great. Good. Uh, in that case, uh, when I get up there, I'll say, You'll harm no more children on my watch you old witch, and I'll uh, try to bash her. Make it a strike. Rolled a 19 on the die. Um, whenever I add that 17, that's a 36. Um, yeah, no penalties at this point. I, I was just getting ready to uh, uh, subtract a whole shitload from that dice, and I don't need to, actually. So that total is going to be 36. That's a hit. Just a hit, not a crit? Yep. Okay. Oh, wait, there's a number written on the... Holy... Oh, wait, that's the number? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I said that when we walked in. I'm like, why? Uh, yeah, I missed yeah. that number there that's now... What, why, Grandma with... Red Riding Hood? What what large AC you have? Filling me with terror. Thanks for that. Uh, 12, 14, uh, 14 points of damage. 
Okay. Of bludgeoning damage, of warhammer damage. And to be fair, from a thematic standpoint, it's not that she's super hard to hit because she's large. It's super hard to score a hit that you think actually does much damage. Because yeah. she's, a, you know, at this point, a very large woman. Mm-hmm. So some of your blows seem ineffectual from a thematic standpoint. Got it. Uh, that should be it, actually, because I had to double move to get up there. All right, who's next? To go to Dr. Contractions. <laughs> All right. I'm Dr. Constantine is going to note that those two are engaging the enemy and start moving towards the children. And once he gets over to the children, he's going to attempt to console them. All right. I know things look rough, but they're not that bad. We just have to smile. I'm a man who knows many magics, and smiles can help protect you, aye? And tempt a deception check <laughs> to blatantly lie to the children in order to get them to feel better. How do you manage to, like, cock the die on top well, of another die every Chris, single he time? He has, like, 50 die inside of the... Yeah, I think... Yeah. Man, I do not know... You could take the die out what, of the dice on, why tray. Why don't you just, like, ro- rotate the die tray? That way you're because rolling... I'm a to- fool. Okay. <laughs> I am not intelligent, Gavin. I okay. I know how you feel. Oh god, that's not very good. Okay, so you roll. It, it, they roll worse whenever they. Okay, <laughs> good job, Nickel. Nineteen. Okay. Um, the children look like they stop being scared of you, and one of them pops up and looks at you, and then he looks over at Jules and says, "What am's over here? What am's over here?" And he runs around the corner and hides behind another uh, table. All right. That's the reaction. Okay, who's next? Well, goes to Jules. All right, she has two people in front of her, and she spins around to face you, putting her back to the children. She raises up that big wooden spoon like she's getting ready to smack you around with it, but changes her mind at the last moment and reaches over with her other hand, and right next to her is one of these big brewing kettles where she's been making some more candy. And inside is some hot, bubbling, sugary liquid. And she grabs it and dumps its contents right at your feet. So I need uh, Zadikiel and Dr. Jack to start out with a reflex save. Good times. Yeah, I'm not at a negative two penalty. I'm only at negative one because I made a strike last turn. Yeah, Yeah, look at that. A reflex save, you said? Yeah. It's going to be a 32. 32. 32 on the dot for both of you. Okay, you have an option. You may either stay here and take half damage, or you may move 10 feet away from her. So the idea is miss an action next round in order to um, get back up to her. Do we have a sense of what sort of damage you're about to roll? It seems hot and sticky. Yeah. I'll take the te- move 10 feet back. All right. So you take no damage mm-hmm. uh, as you move far enough back to be away from this uh, sticky substance. I'm calculating how many rounds my fast healing will take to uh, <laughs> come back from the average damage from this. I'll go ahead and move 10 feet back. What the heck? Okay. And you... Also move uh, 10 feet back. And now I need you to each make a fort save. Because as that sticky substance rolls across the floor, you expect a sweet smell. But instead, you get a very acrid, sour smell. Hmm. Failed it. 20, uh, 19. 19? Yes. That appear to be a crit fail? That appears to be a crit fail. I'm going to... Uh, that was a pretty low roll. How about a 30? 30 is a failure. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm gonna, gonna re-roll. Good. good. So, uh, what's that? I can't even see it. It is an 18 on the die. Oh, awesome. Okay, well then that is a... Um, it ended up being a 30... Sorry. Uh, 34. 
34 is a success. And you stick with the 30? Sure. All right. So the 30 is a failure, so you become terrified one. No, I don't. <laughs> As he passes me one of his soul crystals here. Remove that terrified one condition. And you take 18 poison damage. As some of the fumes manage to make its way into your nostrils. All right. Same here, since I made it just a success. Uh, he failed. So you oh. have a success, so you take half that damage. Okay, so nine. Mm-hmm. Got it. Who's up? Um, actually, she still has another action. Okay. So we're just going to roll randomly here. Odds evens. Evens. It is going to be Sean. And now she brings down that large wooden spoon on so the So 15 foot reach? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of reach yep. for a creature that size. Oh. Not 20? Yeah. It yeah. appears to be a pole arm that Come she's on. using. You got it. Come on. Roll it. Right. Roll it. Give me that damage. Sadiqil wants the damage. Is that 12 siders? No, those are 10s. No. <laughs> Still want it. So it's Roll standard damage low. is 2d10? Yes. Seems like a lot for a large weapon. A whole lot, actually. Well, I mean, it should be based off of polearm, because he's going to have reach. A lot of them do D8s. Large should increase the size to 10s. Striking room. That is... Uh, 48 or 4010? It's 41 bludgeoning damage. 41? Yes. That's all you got. Come on, Richard. That is all you got. Uh, it. So and she, that is her three actions. She wants to dance. And who's next? After Jules, it should go to Tindleton. So that's actually uh, wrong. In the last room, I have 30 movement, not 25. Um, so I want to use my 30 movement to go to that child. So that'll be one action. Um, and then I want to use a deception check to talk to it and just say, Hey, it's it's okay. Everything's going to be fine. All you have to do is, is smile and be happy. And, and she'll, and Jules will be okay. And, and she'll calm down and everything will be be okay. All we have to do is smile. And um, it's not going to be great. It's going to be a 19. <laughs> uh, you're right. That's not a great roll. The child reaches over at the table and uh, grabs a piece of hard candy and hands it to you. Okay. I, I take it. <laughs> okay. Can I do another deception check to act like I'm eating it, but not actually eat it? Sure. Uh, that's a uh, 20. So okay. again, not great. Where do you actually put the candy? I think I just, uh, like, I act like I'm putting it in my mouth, but I, as I go to put my mouth, like, I cover, I kind of, like, cover my mouth with my hand, but I actually, like, push it down the sleeve of my shirt. Okay. Uh, that is an action for that. You had an action to move and an action to make a deception check, so that's your three. Yeah. And then who's next? After her, to go to Jack. Hit the road, Jack. Nice knife, Jack. <laughs> it's Jack the knife. I mean, it's not like we need to worry about her getting closer, considering she can hit us from here. Mm-hmm. I'm not certain if I want to actually inadvertently hit the children that are standing right next to her as well. Starting to care less. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Fair enough. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't I, want to. I mean... Zadikiel's allowed to make his own choices. I haven't figured out what's going on with the children yet. I don't want them hurt either. Currently. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and throw the trident at Jules. Okay. Who wants trident? I do, I do. Gum commercial seems appropriate for a candy store. Yeah, so sure. 
34 to hit, so, yes. Mm-hmm. Let's do a double mint twin song. Double your pleasure, double your fun. Double mint, double mint, double mint. All I keep on thinking of is a candy store from Heather's Musical. 23 points of piercing damage. Okay. Three points of fire, and then the positive or negative. Okay. All right, who's up? After Jack, it should go to Zazikul. Okay. Um, surface of the floor, has it cooled enough to walk on? It does seem to be cooler, as in sticky. Is it going to be hard terrain? or? Uh, you think that it has cooled, which has caused it to harden. Mm-hmm. So we don't think it's going to be sticky anymore, but it looks a little glass-like. Slippery. Yeah. Could you, uh, yeah, indicate what squares, please? Okay. The idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a lot sloppily drawn, but hopefully that gets the point across. Sure. I'll just move around here. I look at the kids, like, that are right next to him, like, what are they doing? They are still in the fetal position. Okay, so they're they're scared. They are scared. Well, if that's the case, and I can say a few words while I'm here, it's like, run away, children. We'll take care of this one. And um, I'll make an attack on her. Um, I'm going to miss with that, but not by a lot. And um, it's pretty big and tough. I'd like to make another hit, but I don't feel... Great about that, so I'm going to ratio. All right, who's next? After that, it should go to um, Dr. Contraceptive. Quick, take your actions before you get outlawed. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to attempt a perception check to sense motive on the children. See what they're actually trying to accomplish. I am not going to sense <laughs> sin all. That's a 19. Was that doctor unsuccessful? Yeah. <laughs> 19, I assume that's a no. Yeah, you don't sense anything. Doctor constantly failing his <laughs> perception check? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Hurry up, Doctor Inconceivable. So, I'll go ahead and... Does this one seem any calmer than it was before I tried the deception check last round? Based on your sense motive check, you can't tell. Fair and valid. So, I move over here, and I'll go ahead and actually... Do hit a exploit vulnerability on Jules there. My dice hate me. New theory. 26. 26 is not a success. Yeah. One more action? No, that's three. Nope, that's three. He right, moved. He used one there, and then... So it should go to Jules. All right. So she is going to spin around because she has to decal right here by her. And she reaches over with that offhand, and there's a, a table filled with candies there. And she rakes her hand across that table violently, sending the candies flying that direction. Uh, so in the path of the candies are Sadiqiel and uh, Dr. Inconceivable. So I need the two of you to make me a reflex save. All right, why not? That's a nat two. 18, uh, is that going to seem like it's a crit fail? Yeah. Uh, yes, 18 is going to be a crit fail. 26. 26 is a failure. There you go. Well, maybe it isn't a crit fail. I don't know. Uh, 25. 25 is a failure. Great. So uh, you guys will each take 22 bludgeoning damage, and you are each stunned two. Oh, and uh, each Ter- of your terrified goes terrified. up by one. Yeah. Ah. <clears throat> Jesus. <laughs> well, guys, listen here. I'm just going to make a statement here. Is that we have got to get our act together in this room. <laughs> get focused. Figure out what the fuck we're going to yeah, do. Yeah, we need to figure yeah. out what's yeah. going on here you're, because, you're, Jesus. I'm less than, uh, I'm well past uh, half of my hit points down. 
mm-hmm. and I'm down to one action next round. And um, you know, we don't have a plan. We don't have a clue what's going on. We don't have a plan, and we're not doing a lot of damage to her. And she doesn't even hardly look touched, right? I feel like um, it. I mean, it's forty. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like it has something to do with the kids. So what? What is it? I mean, I, I haven't seen anything consistent with their behavior. At one point, one of them yells, he's over here, and then these are still cowering. And- well, and one hand handed me a piece of candy. And you oh, didn't eat it? speaking of which, mm-hmm. make me a fort save. With the candy I didn't the eat? Candy. You the did candy. not eat it. So Poison. fortunately, it does not explode in your stomach, just in your shirt where you put it. Okay. Swallowing it would have been really bad. <laughs> I probably would have eaten the candy. <laughs> Good to know. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm gonna re-roll that. That was in that one there. That yeah. Got was... another now. Yeah. Well, we lost a character. Damn. Better, better burn another one. What are the chances you could get three in a row? Uh. Oh God. One in eight thousand. Gonna use a different. <laughs> Die. That's the spirit. It's the dice's fault. <laughs> oh, okay. way better. Looky there. Okay, so that is... It's a 29. 29 is a failure. And I do not want to be terrified, too. Oh. So I'm going to give you that. So you're just going to give me one to those, negate the wait, terrified? Well, those yeah. six are for the whole game? Hmm? For yeah. the whole game. Yes. Why would you be terrified, too? Because I'm already terrified one. You got one of those. Oh, yeah, no. Things. Here, I'll take the terrified, too. Never okay. mind. Okay, yeah. All right, so but, your terrified increases to yeah. two. You take... How much damage? 21 damage, and you are stunned four. Means you get nothing to do next round, and then the round after you get nothing to do, and then the round after that you get one action. How much damage? No, so you lose your next four actions. How much damage was it? It doesn't go down. 21 damage. 21. You just count them off, or does it go down? No, you count them off. So for each stun level, you lose an action. So right. stun four is lose four actions. Right. So, like, theoretically, if she, uh, if she had actions left, they would count. So, it, a full round is three actions, and then there'd be one left. I thought it was a diminishing number, like before. You're stunned three, you, lose, you don't get an action. Stunned two, you get one action. Stunned one, you get two. No, you lose equal to... It decreases equal to the number of actions you lose when you gain actions. Basically, you spend one action every turn to decrease your stunned, but it costs... Okay. I assume it, it worked like... Um, some of those ones. Uh, okay. No, no. Fine if it doesn't. Because yeah. slowed, is, slowed is different right. for that reason. Yeah. What you're thinking of is slowed. Yeah. So she loses her next four actions. Mm-hmm. And, like, you guys lost your next two yeah. from the... So these are the little fucking demon children, is what I'm hearing. I mean, I didn't say that. You you tr- almost swallowed a candy grenade. None of the that children... the kid gave me. That is true. None of the children have been helpful so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, my consensus is that the last the first room that we went through we just had to endure and go through because he we didn't get a choice there he just had to read our mind so i can't really say that that gives us much of a point on what we're supposed to do for each room because that one that one was just like we didn't get a choice the second one we got a choice where we had we could play with them and that was basically our way of getting it so for this one our options seem to be that either we need to figure out a way to work with the spirit kind of give the spirit what they want or maybe it's something like the first room where it's just too bad so sad which I'm really hoping it isn't considering the amount of stunned that she's throwing out okay so when we were originally in here she wanted the children running around 
giggling, mm-hmm. smiling, eating candy. And when they talked back and were not doing what she wanted, she took them out back and killed them. Right? Yeah, well, almost. She, she killed the older ones. She killed the older ones. Right. Presumably beat the ones who were not <laughs> behaving properly. But And yeah. she beat the ones that weren't behaving properly. We didn't witness that, but... And we didn't see that part. You guys did not, but because in her weakened condition, they ended up having to tell you some of their their things they did and why they ended up being trapped here to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there were clues given in every room. Okay. And then she just wants them all to be happy and run around and play and eat the candy. That's what she wants. So how do we accomplish that? I would assume by getting the children to eat candy and be smiling. So... If he hands you a candy, forcefully open his mouth, shove it in there, make it chew. I, I don't thought know. handed a candy that blew up in my fucking face. Okay, and <laughs> yeah. make him eat it. What's the worst it that happens? Not he blow blows up your face. You shoved it in your shirt, and it blew up in there. <laughs> so literally, you have a, a scorched torso at this point. Well, it, I put it in my shirt sleeve. Oh, it was yeah. your shirt sleeve? So it's your arm that's scorched. Yeah. Rip the side of the cloth out. Whose turn is it? It was. It well. It's Dr. Tendleton. It, it wouldn't be Tendleton, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, so it's not Tendleton. It goes to Dr. Jack. Yeah. So you lose three of your stuns, so you're yeah. not just stunned one. We need to find a way to get somebody to figure out in first place what we need to do, and which I'm still struggling because I, I don't, I really don't know. I think that maybe it's the get the children happy, but from what I've seen, I don't, I don't know because. Naturally, I do agree with the get the children happy, because if you think about it, what the demon, when... Because the demon wanted us to be fearful. The children wanted to play. She want... But th- that's the thing. I can't remember anything that she asked of us when she we went through... She just asked us to buy candy. Which that's I tried to, Which is what I tried to do whenever we entered. She, she didn't seem appeased with that, so that's why I'm thinking that... Yeah, because she only, she only really cares about the kids. Like, selling candy is kind of second. Well, okay, let me... I'll meta yeah. that just a little bit, because maybe there was some confusion in how I said it. She did want to sell candy. She was just aware that she really, in some ways, no longer could do so, especially in that kind of reduced state. So her goal was to sell candy, but, like, you can't actually take the candy out of the room. So if I discourage that, that may have been because, like, there's no real candy here. This is all mm-hmm. part of her construct that she's created. Yeah. But her goal in life was to sell candy. But the kids being happy, running around, playful, that's how she got the candy sold, right? That all That's all part of the image. Yes, that, that, was, she that needs, was her marketing ploy. That's how, that she needs to get the candy sold. She created this image where when people would come in, there's kids running around, they're happy, there's candy, there's this festive environment. That's how she sold candy, because people came in, they're like, this is a fun place, I'm gonna buy some candy. Okay. I have an idea for what I'm gonna do for my turn. Um, first off, I have a question for you, um, your DM-ness. Yes. Um, spirits can see other spirits, correct? Um, like, ghosts can see other ghosts. I believe that's just a thing in Pathfinder. Sure, yeah, I mean... uh, Okay, so, he's got a familiar, has the minion trait, so I can command him. He makes actions on his own. He has flying and speech. So, since he looks like me, first off, I'm going to spend one action and give the, um, as the command action and give my, um... Uh, Dr. Jack, his two actions. So, Dr. Jack is going to happily prance around the room and do a little singing and cheering as he runs around and does his best to imitate how the children looked whenever we first entered the room previously. 
Uh, the only thing is that everybody now will see this, I assume. You have him <laughs> manifest. And... I have commanded him, so now he, uh, everyone can see him. I'm going to pretend that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so a ghost appears in the room. What the fuck? And begins dancing around. <laughs> see? I told, I told you people over and over again. What the fuck? A little busy here. We can get back to that later. Get to it. That was not Dr. Jack's voice. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name is Markiplier. <laughs> also, I'm still stunned. I don't know if I can talk while stunned. No. <laughs> no. You're just sitting over there in the corner like... <laughs> what are you doing with your actions in? Okay, so I still got two more actions. All I can think of now is that they're the two Jacks. So it makes me think of Tombstone. Go see if the two Jacks want to take a ride. Right. Two Jakes. That was even trying to. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was, that, the two Jacks. That mm-hmm. I literally I was thinking of. That oh, was that, okay. Yeah, okay. That's a great reference. <laughs> I, I was hoping that my father, who likes Tombstone, would catch on to it sooner. <laughs> I, I, I didn't go Tombstone, but yeah, no, that, that's, uh, that's actually, actually pretty great. Uh, recall uh, my trident to me with the returning ring. Since I threw it. I mean, I think that just kind of happens automatically. Yeah, it came out. Yeah. So happens it, is it a free action? when you attack. Yeah. It's not even a free action. The weapon just, literally just does that. Oh, yeah, yeah, it just does that. Because okay. you can make all of your attacks around with the same weapon if, as returning. The reason you were thinking that is in playtest. It was oh, yeah. an action yeah. to fall back. Okay. Because you could take a... Uh, I haven't used a returning weapon in forever. Um, can we move the spectral jack up somewhere like yeah. over there? So that, that way I just have a general range for where yeah, he is. forever. Okay. So are you just kind of having him like go around? Mm-hmm. The room He's imitating a child. Okay. Yes. So I'm going to step back and cast shield on myself, and uh, I will do my best to, uh, with the real Jack, call out to to Jules and be like, <clears throat> "Why, hello, madam. Uh, you seem to be in a dapper mood. Is is something the matter? Or could we perhaps discuss this? Is what could I do for you? Intentionally, he's trying to get Jules' attention. Okay. And who's next? Zedekiel. I'm a stunned, uh... You were stunned too. Great, so I get an action. Mm-hmm. Do you all think it's worth uh, trying to motivate these children next to me to get up and scamper about, or do you think I should just keep attacking? Any thoughts? I'm gonna try to get the kid next to me to, um, follow Ghost Jack. It's your call, but my... I will mention, because I... My, my apologies, because I didn't really explain this to you. Right. So, my plan here is, is because I'm very close to full HP. I've got a pretty decent AC. I can send Ghost Jack to start running around the room and start acting like children, because I think that that might be the right play. So that way it can buy you this one action that you have, so that way you don't need to have to automatically spend it on raising shield or having to do whatever. You can choose to do with it how you want, because that could either be negotiating with the children or however, because I'm hoping that this turn Jules will try to target me, which helps you two not get stunned, because you're right next to each other. Tell you what, I'm going to be uh, the kind and benevolent judge that I am and be very generous to Dr. Jack. And I'm going to give you a free perception check as the spectral Dr. Jack runs around the room. While you're intimidating, you can kind of see him doing this and the reaction of the children. So make a perception check to see if you notice anything. Oh, wow. Um, well, how about a 34? You don't notice the reaction so much as their lack thereof. They don't have any specific reaction. As if, you know, you, you kind of wonder, wait, what are they? Jules? Is that we, who, who you're referring to? No. Oh, the children. children. You were looking to see the children's reaction. Hmm. I mean, we I, we know they're extensions of her. Not extensions of her, but 
they're they're part of the um, projection that she's making in the room, and she, I, I don't know. She's she's playing out a scenario where the children are behaving as though they're, presumably they did in life, where they were bad, didn't act like she wanted them to, and so she's punishing them. So I guess the question is, how do we how do we change this storyline? Okay, here's my thoughts. The candy in the room isn't real, right? Most of the things in this room are not actually technically here because she's simply making them as spectral constructs to continue through this because technically even if I remember Pathfinder lore, the spirits aren't actually here. We're just kind of replaying the memory of the spirit and its manifestation of it. This is essentially the holodeck. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So it's like that. So technically, if I remember correctly, these children wouldn't have memories or thoughts of their own. They'd only be acting out as she would imagine they would. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 this is all just its part of the program, if you will. Part yeah, the, of the storyline. The only soul in the room, besides the four of you, is her. Well, okay, the five of you. <laughs> but so, but the question is then, you know, how, how do we how do we change the program? How do we get her, um, A, not killing us, because that'd be great, mm-hmm. um, but also to get her to, I don't know, have the children behave in the manner that she wants them to behave. That's why I was thinking about sending the spectral Jack around, because maybe it'll brighten her mood seeing someone being happy and cheery around the store. I'm not saying it's a guaranteed work, but at this point, it cost me one action to give him two and give him a chance at trying it. Uh, All I'll say is that uh, that is also high enough for you to realize it didn't work. Okay. And then who goes after Dr. I mean, it's me. I get the one action. I'm trying to determine what I ought to do. Do you think it's worth it for me to go... uh, change reality for you know hey wait those kids they're just they're just uh they're, they're they want some candy they just don't know what to have maybe you should tell them what's the what's the good candy um here kids have some candy it's fun come on get up kid be happy i mean here's my thoughts on it we need to try something because the alternative of just standing here and get it like get getting shit beat out of us uh, yeah getting beat on like a 50s housewife is probably not the best. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stand up on a linoleum chair. I don't, I don't know whether to give you another soul crystal or to take one away for that comment. Do it. Do both. <laughs> give them one and then take it away. Yeah, here you go. I'm going to give one and then I'm going to take it away. Okay, waste an action, I'm sure. Hey, little buddy, come on! I reach down and try to kind of lift the kid up and say, it's okay. You know, Jewel's not going to hit you anymore. You you just need to have some candy. Have some fun. It's okay. Look, there's candy over there. That looks like those are delicious sour uh, cobalt kids patches. <laughs> They're probably great. Here, have some. Come on, buddy. Come on. And I'll kind of lift up the kid and kind of dry his little tears and push him in the direction of the candy. Now we need a cobalt patch kids commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I was going for. The Sour Patch Kids? Isn't yes. that a yes. candy? Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's an actual candy. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. It's made uh, from cobalt cola flavored. What you have done seems to have made her very, very angry. Well, great. This is going, this is going great, guys. God damn. Who's next? Murdo Herbal's in the building. It's a four-episode <laughs> podcast because they all died in episode five. Shit. All right. Dr. Contra. Dr. Iran Contra affair. <laughs> Alright. I hate to ask the question. But comforting the kids pissed her off. Do we need to scold the kids? Try it if you want. What's the worst that happens? She gets mad at us? Oh no, she's already mad at us. 
I mean, I'm a little too far away from any of them at the moment to reasonably do anything, and I do only have the one action. Mm -hmm. So for now, I'm probably just going to move out of the way of... Wait, I mean, I don't think you're that far away. Your voice carries. Yeah. Besides, you could do like the you could do like the uh, mom thing where you're like, I swear to God, you better start acting straight. I'm gonna count down ten, <laughs> nine. <laughs> All right. He, he's basically just gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna regret this in the in my afterlife. All right, up, let's go. Stop crying. Get out here. All right. Five, one, two, and he's going to uh the children with an intimidation check. 29. Okay. They don't seem to care. And does she have any reactions to this? You don't notice any new reaction. She seems to have murder in her eyes uh, towards Sadiqil at the moment. <laughs> he yeah, has made right. her very, very angry. That track. Let my sacrifice be a lesson to you all. And who's up next? Jules. All right. She is laser focused on Sadiqil at the good, moment. Good, yeah. Put him down! And she just, like, almost charges at you. She's, like, doing the sweep, like she's trying to tackle you away from the child. Mm -hmm. So give me a reflex save. Uh, that is going to be a. Sorry, let me do the addition. I didn't make a strike last turn, so that's going to go down by two. So we're at 13. I'm terrified one. That's down to 12. Plus, uh, it's 29. 29. It's gonna fail. Sure. I'll add to my terrified. Bonk. Come on, woman. Is that all you got? You got nothing. Add a few more in there. Come on. Uh, that is gonna be 22 damage. Yeah, bring it to a Z kill. No. Z kill. You have an option. Yes. She's gonna push you back. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go back 10 feet. Mm-hmm. You can keep the child with you and be stunned, or you can let the child go and let it kind of flop to the ground, not violently, but like, you know. She's clearly trying to get the child away from you. You can let it happen, or you can keep the child. But if you keep the child, you're going to be stunned one. You know what? It, it's it's funny here, because, I don't know, logic would tend to dictate, you know, let that child go. Just, you know, we're, we're playing a game here in the room. I'm just not sure that that's in Zadikiel's nature. I'm not sure he can overcome it. He keeps the child. Okay. He, shields, he uses his body to shield the child from any possible damage. He'll take that stun. All right. She is going to take an action to move over to you. Yes. Is that... She still seems very furious with mm -hmm. you. Sure. However, she had actually already spent an action earlier as a reaction that cost an action for this turn, so she doesn't get a third action. However, what she did earlier takes place. And uh, from Dr. Jack, I need a will save from you. As you notice on this, there's a little table not too far away that you see this piece of candy that is like the perfect piece of candy for you. As you, your eyes kind of spot it, you're like, oh my gosh, that looks amazing. I bet that tastes incredible. I should probably just go over and eat that candy really quick while everybody else is distracted <laughs> and see how amazing that really is. Jelly baby. Nat 20, 36. Okay. So if you haven't terrified, it goes down one, but I don't think you did. And it, it occurs to you that maybe, as much as it really does look like a great piece of candy, that maybe that's not a good idea. Dr. Jack thinks to himself, ooh, I should save that for later. <laughs> yeah, so what happened there is you were successful, and she performed an action, but it works kind of like um, 
ready in action. Mm -hmm. So she uses a reaction dip, then it costs her an action on her turn to have created that piece of candy, is what she did. Everlasting gobstopper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that is her three actions, and who's up next? It's a cursed item. You're forced to ever try and chew it down. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's me, um, which gets rid of my stunned. So I have two yes. actions. Well, if you think about it, the name gobstopper implies the existence of gob. <laughs> which is something that must be stopped. It's in the Bible. Cobb <laughs> and Magob. In case you're curious, if you would have eaten the candy, uh, you would have been slowed run one for the rest of this encounter. Yeah, thank God. Okay. I'm <laughs> trying to Very think. Annoying. A Magus? Slowed? Uh, so she's a, she has a candy shop. Baked so candy. It's, it's not about making the children happy. It's not about trying to be happy around her, apparently. It doesn't seem to be scolding the children, and it seems that trying to take a child away from her Just enrages her. Just pisses her the fuck off, yeah. Like, you're about to become one of the children she takes out back and uh -huh. takes care of yourself, herself. Well... <sighs> Fine, I'm gonna grab the child next to me, mm -hmm. I'm gonna pick it up, and I'm gonna run. Okay, where are you running to? I'm just gonna run... In that direction. Okay. What what uh, what appears to be the front door of the store? You that guys way. came in this way. That's the way out. Okay. Right. But what's the way out? But I mean, does that look like the front door of a store in her in the construct? Um. No, that'd be more the. I, I, okay. Think of it this way. This is a store in the middle of two streets. Yeah. So they're both. They're, yeah. Like if this were a regular store, people could come in from either street. Okay. Like that's the street on that side of the building, and that's the street on that side of the building. So there is no front. These are just both entrances and exits. But for the purpose of the museum, you guys got to go out that door. Is there a value in running that way towards where we perceive we have to go as an exit? Well, I just don't want to get too close to her. Well, I mean, she's going to... I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take you the long way around if you got to... It's up to you. It's up to you. Totally yeah. up to you. I just don't want to... Certainly she wants to murder me. That's true. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I already moved, so it's fine. Um... All right. Is that you? Then? Yeah. Who's next? Goes to Dr. Jack. So Dr. Jack is going to move diagonally to his forward left. Unomas to the left. There we go. And then he is going to cast Heal on Zadikiel. I don't object. I didn't think you would. How much damage? <laughs> How much damage? I do 45 points of damage. damage. Turns out he was undead. I have been undead the entire time. Oops, did I not mention that? No, you probably. I feel like you should. Here we go. Okay. That would have been good information to know yesterday. Okay. Heal. Um, quick question. I know it's meta gaming a bit, but about how much are you down? Shit. <laughs> 80 points. Okay. Well, all right. So I will hit you with the most. Gonna give me the big boy heal? Yeah. All right. The big daddy. I won't object. Calculator, do this math for me. Rolling, 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 raw dice. Alright, 64 points of or no, 67 points of healing. That is an acceptable amount of healing. Thank you. That's there you go. almost all the way, yeah. So, uh, I'm not far from the full. And then who is next? Goes to our uh, newly uh, much higher HP Zedekiel. <laughs> okay, I've got two actions to me, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> um, <laughs> Richard? Yes, sir. Okay. I'm going to make a movement on the board and um, 
Let me know if I can sweep up one of these kids as a reaction. I'm a big burly fella. Got like a 19 strength, right? So you have one under one arm, and yeah. you're going to try to grab one under the sure. other Sure. Let's not talk about how this interacts with all the other like weapons and shields and staff and other crap I'm holding. Okay. I mean, the way I see it is that you're just kind of tucking them up under <laughs> Dual an Dual wielding children. <laughs> <laughs> and we won't even do any weird special rules. You just kind of do it. Yeah. Okay. There may be one additional... Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I had two. There may be one additional movement there, but I think that's about right. Children acquired. Yep. There we go. Okay. That's all I did. How'd she react to that, by the way? Oh, she is just absolutely infuriated. But yeah. We'll we'll get more on her turn. Great. She'll show you how. <laughs> this one. Okay. Did she see me grab that child, too? Yes. Okay. And uh, I'll give you this for free. You don't even know that she just necessarily saw it. You think she felt it. Okay. Well, this turn ought to be fun. It wasn't like she even like, caught you out of the corner of the eye. She was instantly aware of the moment you did it. Okay. Also, I would like to make an Arcana check with my tome on the actual candy she was using as a weapon itself. I didn't make, learn shit. <laughs> um, I wonder if it just kind of does whatever she wants it to do. 22. Um, so, you know what? I'm not even going to look at the result of your Arcana check. I'm going to let you know that um, all the magical effects come from her. The way it is portrayed and the way it uh, manifests is with the candy in the room. Um, there's nothing, no specific significance to it other than that is the small world she's created in this room. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. And then who's next? So it goes to Jules. So this is going to be a uh, fun one. Well, considering her name is Jules, you might find it electrifying. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to see what's going to happen. <laughs> it's pretty good, actually. God. A nerd. She whips her head around the room almost, you know, and almost in a pirouette as she goes around and realizes that three of you have taken different sets of children. And you know the cartoon scene where they get angry and you like the, the actual red comes up through them? You see that moment where like the, it comes up and boils and the steam comes out of her ear and she is absolutely infuriated. She's like, leave my children alone! And as she screams, like it's almost like a storm forms in the store as all the candy gets pulled up and whips around the room in a whirlwind of candy. And I need everybody to make a reflex save. Oh my. I think that was my worst one yet, and I'm proud of it. Uh, and if Dr. Jack is still manifest, yeah, he gets to make a reflex save as well. He has a better reflex save than I do. That's... God. We need to get you better die. Holy Why don't your shit. die love you? Um, so Another I do want to say um, I forgot my actual dice at home. Oh, that was and because uh, I was being rushed by my Uber today, um, and she was Uber rushed. These are um, the podcast dice. Oh, blame it on us. Not, yeah. not my dice. Blame it on the communal dice we have These here. are the communal dice in these <laughs> dice. Richard, we are kind enough to provide you with me. dice. And you're like, <laughs> these, oh, dice these dice hate me because this is the third that one I've rolled. And I'm going to say, so, um, they hate me. Okay. I, um, I hate to do this. I didn't strike last turn. I'm negative two. I'm terrified too, so that's negative four. I just rolled a four. 
on that die. Is a reflex of 17 a crit fail? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. Here, take the damn die. Good lord, there's your crystal. Yep. Yeah, I'm... Oh, oh lord. <laughs> I'm Roll lower over there. I'm very tempted to uh, throw in a crystal. I'm not going to disagree with it. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, on the nat one, which would yeah. put you to terrified four, correct? Yeah. No, I'm... That's, that's ten. I've collected ten crystals so far. This is going to be great. Okay. Um, oh, you said 11. it was a reflex? <laughs> it is a reflex okay. save, yes. <sighs> 27? Okay, that puts me right at 32. 32 is the magic number. So okay. 27 <laughs> is just a regular failure. 32. <laughs> terrified. terrified three. I got a 32. Three 32s, I got a 32. Um, in quotation marks, Dr. Jack, got a 37 on a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> well, the nat 20 does bump that up to a crit success, so he is... Um, he, he takes no effects. The only thing that affects him is um, now anybody more than 10 feet away is concealed because the whirling candy around the room. So that's not a direct effect. So... Um, those of you who succeeded take half of this. Oh! Uh oh. Uh oh. That is a comically large amount of dice. Uh, it is 29 damage, so you guys will take half for 14. Um, okay. And uh, Zadikiel, you failed, so your terrified goes up one. Uh, you take full damage. And once again, the concealed works for everybody, so anything more than 10 feet away from you is concealed to you and from you. Hey, we're about to, we're about and once again, she bellows at you, Leave the children alone! And that took all three actions. What are you going to do about it? What? Go on. I, mean, I think she showed you what she's going to do uh, about it. Create a candy tornado that hurts us all and makes me even more terrified. Pendleton? Uh, yeah. Pendleton's turn. Triple move? That, um, that definitely made her mad. Yeah. You guys um, picking up the kids? She didn't like it. She was not happy with us. Oh, you'd be a real shame if these children were <clears throat> taken away from you. Uh, maybe we should just leave and carry on about our business. You can continue to uh, sell candy. With sure. I... You're not going anywhere now, are you? You'll stay here until I've had my way with you. You'll wind up in my pot. I'll pummel you and beat you like brittle and let the children dance on your bones and grind them into dust. Constance murmurs again. Hey, you're already going to hell. What's the worst that happens? And what will you do if there aren't any children to dance on my bones? I won't let you. You can't have them. Oh, I'm not planning on taking them from you. Like you see her getting ready to charge you. Mm -hmm. It's just not her turn. <laughs> Back off now. Or we'll kill the children, and then you'll have nothing. I won't let you take them from I'll me. kill each and every one of them. Every single one of them. You'll have nothing. Back you off. haven't the strength. Try me. I'm lifting my warhammer up, holding it over one of the children. And I'll just ripple out with muscle. Constance is going to take the one, draw the chakram, and just... You know me, my moral compass ain't that good. And why exactly are you referring to me for a moral compass? <laughs> Do you think it's the right play? Not a clue, but at this point I am uh, starting to get uh, rather ponderous on time and on, um, well, physical condition. Time for Dr. <laughs> Constance to use his moral compass. As you 
grab your chakra and you look down at this poor child and the horror of what you might have to do comes across your mind and the realization that they are the key. As this happens, you begin to see the room in a slightly different light. The magic of the room comes a little more into focus for you and you see things less as they appear to be and more as they really are, as the constructs that they are. So as you look down at what you, you know, before perceived as a child, now you see as, as just a, a arcane almost manifestation, but you don't think it's actually arcane energy, some sort of magical energy. And you see that there is some sort of a cord, almost like an umbilical cord that connects the two. And you reach down and you pull your chakram across that cord, severing that connection. And as that happens, the cord, the construct that you see as a child just kind of goes away. It's almost like a Thanos step. And you realize that it didn't really go away so much as it was never there to begin with. And what you've done is you've severed her connection to a source of power and that she had hidden that there all along. And that that's all you need to do. So if you guys are willing to, to, to make that sever and see it for what it really is, you think actually depriving her of her power is a very simple act. So you guys take a moment and you grimace, pull your blades across those connections, sever her from her source of power. And with each one, you see her getting weaker and weaker until she finally stumbles to the ground, unable to move, simply yearning for her children back. The storm in the room subsides as she no longer has the power to sustain it. In fact, the candy looks less like candy and it's slowly dissipating and fading away as she no longer has the power to create the room and the image that she wanted. No, no, that's all I had. It's all I ever had. Why did they take it all away from me? No, it's all gone. And with that, you feel like you are free to leave the room. The door will open for you. I'm prepared to leave the room without even making any attempts to reduce my terrified. I, I will say, uh, actually, upon reconsideration, given the fact that I also am, you know, haven't struck recently or anything like that, I'm actually at negative five on my saves and mm-hmm. things like that. So um, at this point, I'm I would pr- be prepared to. If anybody has a word of inspiration, I wouldn't. Yeah, sure. Object to hearing it. And we don't need to play all that out. Okay. So spend your resources, heal yourselves up, yeah. make your checks. See where you're at. Make sure that's recorded for next time as we will enter into the next room. But we're going to do that on the next episode of the Adventurer's Vault Podcast. Shout out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. If you don't like what you hear, visit the Adventurer's Vault Discord server and let the cast know directly just what you think of them. And while you're there, listen to the exclusive content to see if it's just as bad. The Adventurer's Vault is produced by Night Owl Workshop, LLC. Now go quick, listen to more before I hunt you down.